Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's Dud. And I'm Jordan. Who Whoa, the hell? Ober, you sound so much more handsome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm working my voice out right now, so I am getting there. <laughs> no, uh, awesome. Thank you, Jordan, for filling in for Obert. Of uh, course. This week. Um, so Jordan is a homeless person that we that we stumbled across. And yeah. And we I was like, also hungry. <laughs> and hungry, yeah. Yes. He, he Holding a sign, we'll r- record for food. So, mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we did that. Uh, but no, Obert's uh, taking a little bit. He's actually driving, so I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> I do feel bad <laughs> for him, I guess. Uh, but Jordan was nice enough to hop on and, you know, hang out with us for an hour. Yeah, you'll get my invoice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what is it? It's one beer, right? Yeah, one beer. That's it. A single a single beer and a 50-cent uh, doubloon. <laughs> there you go. No, oh, perfect. Go. Yeah. I, got, I got a billion of them in the back. Nice. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Jordan, um, you run like a million podcasts and like you do, you basically podcast forever and yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You're kind of like my, my unsung hero of podcasting. Oh, so. well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a real big, uh, flattery going on there because I <laughs> don't think I'm that good at podcasting. I do a lot of podcasting. You know, I make up with quantity what I lack in quality over here. <laughs> But uh, tell us a little bit about the shows that you so uh, I have a podcast called wreck my podcast Uh, essentially it started out as a nostalgia based podcast where we go back and watch some TV shows some movies revisit things from our childhood and see how it stands up without the rose colored glasses of being a child being an adult being a skeptic now being upset at the world and kind of watching these things again and seeing how they hold up Um, and that's that kind of steamrolled into a series of shows that we do. Uh, we have one now called Around a Roundtable. It's more like a segment radio show where it's a lot of just bantering with me and my friends. Um, and then we have our topic shows every week as well, d- different topic every week. And uh, I, for a while, I was doing a show with my wife called The Chromosome Difference. Uh, Chris, I think you can attest to how that goes. But I, uh, yep. <laughs> I, I think we're calling that one quits. It didn't catch on as much as the Wreck My Podcast did. Uh, and we're paying for that one as well. So we're yeah. we're going to maybe give it one last effort. Uh, but I think we're going to possibly roll that into Wreck My Podcast and have it be some Patreon content every now and then for nice. people that want to throw us a dollar or a doubloon every month. Right. Yeah. And thank you for referencing that because uh, Marital Discord is still coming back at some point. Yeah. I, I, like, I like your uh, husband-wife episodes a lot more than mine because we we tackle things that are supposed to be uh, serious and i'm not good at serious i'm good (laughs) at dumb stuff and doesn't matter when it gets serious i try and still throw in jokes i'm like chandler bing i just i can't not (laughs) try and be funny and then it gets awkward when you're talking about these serious topics so i like listening to yours of the marital discord a lot more because it's it's the stuff i want to cover with my wife (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was it's a lot of fun it's just you know we moved and etc and baby and stuff so it's impossible to do anything yeah uh but you know welcome uh we'll talk more uh i i do i really enjoy the wreck my podcast i i try i don't get a lot of time to listen to podcasts anymore uh, but uh i'll definitely pick out i just listened to 
I'm a couple weeks behind, so don't don't mind me. But I just listened yeah. to the Space Jam one. Uh, oh yeah, which was a lot of fun. I loved that. So, episode. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we really enjoyed that episode because it was kind of cool. We got to go in my movie theater in my apartment complex and do it. So mm. that was changing up location a little bit. It was a lot of fun too, and getting to see it on the big screen like we did when we were kids. That was awesome. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Apartment complex that just has a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a uh, Star Wars marathon right now. Nice, Every nice. two or three weeks, we're doing uh, the next one in the series until we get to episode nine. So it's going to be awesome. <laughs> what What are you up to right now? Uh, we only have done A New Hope so far. So next Saturday, uh, while you're getting married, Tud, uh, we are going to be watching <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. So just have that in the back of your mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's you'll be getting married and you'll be like, I wish I was watching Empire Strikes Back right now. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I was. I wish I was watching it right now. I you know, yeah, forget exactly. the podcast. Let's go let's yeah, go watch a, a movie. One. You think yeah. if we just did two hours of us playing audio of Empire Strikes Back, people would mind it at all? I don't think so. Uh, uh, probably not, yeah. Yeah. Let's just yeah. let's just go. We'll hop on a plane, we'll fly out and we'll go to Jordan's apartment complex and just I, I love it. I love yeah. it. We'll do we'll do Mystery Science Theater three thousand style on that there one. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> oh man uh but since you're such a devout listener of our podcast which we Mm -hmm. really enjoy and thank you for um we drink beer on this podcast or 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 alcohol or sometimes hard seltzers or sometimes seltzers so basically anything you can drink we've covered Um, the gambit of things that we've (laughs) drank yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) liquid that you drink for for quenching thirst that's what we do Uh, i like it but uh as the guest do you want to kick us off or Sure, I'll I'll kick us off. So uh, it's it's nice and a hundred degrees over here in Southern California. So wouldn't you know it? I grabbed a brown ale, which doesn't make <laughs> oh, sense at all. Just goes great. <laughs> yeah, it goes great with the heat. Uh, but this is called Grandma's Pecan English Style Brown. It's from a brewery out here called the Dudes Brewing Company. Now, why I want to give them a shout out is because they're pretty cool because they have a tap room right across the street from where I live, which makes nice. going to get beer super easy um i live in an apartment complex across the street from a mall so it's kind of cool that i can just hop over there and get some beer and then hop back home and not ever have to get into a car worry about an uber situation or anything so no that's one thing they got going for them that's super cool um second thing is that they make good beer and that's kind of what you want when you go that's kind of the most important part right exactly exactly (laughs) so they have a whole big lebowski theme uh kind of under the radar they they talk about big lebowski a lot like they have one called wiser dude which is like their <laughs> logger so it's like budweiser but the dude version of it uh and they have a lot of references to the big lebowski there when you get a flight it comes on a bowling pin but they're not technically licensed or anything so uh <laughs> they are just the dudes it could be any dude but maybe it is the dude uh, but this beer uh, is really, really good. It has pecan and maple in it. Uh, and I'm a huge brown ale fan. I, I love brown ales. And and one thing I love about this brewery is that they write little funny things on all their cans. So this one says, better than a $1 check on your birthday. Well, looks like grandma's gone nuts. The English style brown ale hits you upside the head with a nose chock full of toasted pecans, followed by a rich full bodied finish. Just like grandma's pecan pie, this baby will have you coming back for more. So what are you waiting for? for pop the top and give old grandma a kiss so they every beer has kind of a nice. fun little thing on there they have my one of my favorite uh sours is their beet their peach berliner vice there and it has the lyrics to peaches by presidents of the united states of america on it and i love <laughs> that so you know but yeah this is uh this is a beer from the dudes uh it's a brown ale it tastes good it's out here in southern california and uh it's brown 
And that's about it. All right, cool. <laughs> it sounds delicious. I'm going to pour it and drink it. There you go. That's that's the best part of it is the drinking part. You know, yes. I kind of wish I had a dollar check from my grandma right now after, after <laughs> that description. Yeah, right? I know. It really brings back that nostalgia. Yeah. I'm reminded of the Seinfeld episode where he goes and cashes all the $5 checks. Yeah. <laughs> it's And uh, what was the... Oh, on The Office, too. He's like, my grandma sends me a check for my birthday every... For $50. Every, <laughs> but, but she's been forgetting that she's sending them to me. <laughs> so what are you guys drinking since I uh, started and now people are like, I'm not listening to this anymore. That guy's oh, terrible. Oh, no, no, no. You got you got the drink and rate. That's the, that's the rule yeah, here. Man. Oh, I got a drink and rate. Okay, well... Yeah. I okay, so let's. I'll give it a sip, even though I kind of know what I'm getting into here. Of course. Oh yeah, that that tastes like a pecan brown ale. Um, I I like this because one of the things I don't like about some of the beers that have the flavors to them is that it's fake flavors. You you really it tastes artificial. It doesn't right. taste great. It's, it's got that the, funky yeah, flavor. Exactly, and this one's nice because it doesn't taste artificial. It's mild enough that it's not super sweet, and it tastes like they could have. Really, just put like a pecan pie through a, a, a Randall handle with some brown ale, which nice. is really cool, and I like that. So um, I usually give this a four point five. I think I'll give it a four point five again, and just stay consistent with what I typically do on Untapped. Nice, fantastic. That's see, it's that easy. Yeah, that easy. <laughs> and if you want to know, it does have a three point six three by everyone else. It's twelve thousand people, so it's a, not as many people like it as me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I notice with browns sometimes. I, I don't know if brown, brown. I think browns are an underappreciated style in general. So I don't know if you're gonna necessarily see ones that rate extremely high on Untapped. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I, uh, I guess I like the underdog, which is why I typically go for the brown ales. But, <laughs> nice. but I agree, most people, it's very acquired. Mm, yeah, absolutely. If you cool. find the right brown ale, I mean, they, they're fantastic. It's usually could be yeah. one of the better beers that the brewery has. You just have to find a brewery that can do it. Well, a lot of the times I find that uh, when it's done incorrectly, it just tastes kind of like watered down flat beer, and that's yes. never what you want. And so you're right. It's like if if that's what your experience is with it, you're never wanna gonna go back to it. Right. Yeah, that's very very true. So mm-hmm. cool. All right, Todd, you want to drink next, or you want me to drink next, or no, I'll drink next. Okay, for sure. I'm never gonna pass a uh, you know, <laughs> chance to drink a beer. <laughs> so I am drinking. A Nasset Lighthouse Double IPA by Trillium. It's part of their Lighthouse series. Um, it's 8.9 ABV, and I don't really know much more about it because it was just kind of there, and I bought it, and I wanted to try it. Man, you guys get uh, Trillium and Treehouse out there a lot, don't you? Yeah, they're, I mean, uh, from my house right now, Treehouse is only 39 minutes, and uh-huh. Trillium is about maybe an hour, hour 10. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. I've I've had a few Trillium beers sent to me, but yeah, it's like when I on all my beer Instagram accounts I follow and everything, I see Trillium show up more than anyone else. I think, and I'm always like, I feel like I wasn't invited to the party. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely is a pretty amazing brewery. If you ever have the chance, if you're ever near in or around Boston, you have to go. Yeah, for sure, definitely make that trek one day. Yeah, as you can see, I mean, it's a standard standard looking IPA by them. Um, yeah, yeah let's, very orange, juicy. Yeah, let's. It's got a lot of a lot of orange on the nose, a lot of mango. Let's check it out. Yeah, Trillium is just pretty delicious. I'm pretty jealous right now. I mean, there's a bunch in the fridge. I could just go steal one. But. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a that's really good. This is um fantastic. You said it's a double. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's a double IPA. Nice. Um, yeah, those those tend to be a bit sweeter and juicier. I like mm-hmm. that. 
yeah, you get a lot of not as much orange on the on the tongue as I would expect, but it's you know there's a little bit little hint there. It's definitely a lot more mangoey. It's kind of like I'm drinking mango juice. That sounds sounds pretty delicious. It has a nice haze to it, also. Yeah, yeah it's very very cool. This now, is... uh, when when you guys is this a beer that you've had from Trillium before or no? No, I've never had this beer before. So do they make like how much beer do they make? That you're that close and you've not had this. Like, do they just switch out batches all the time, or it's just like they have that many different beers to choose from? They do have a lot of different beers, um, but this is this is one of their. So, this, uh, from what I've gathered, this is fr- this is part of a rotating series of beers where they just name a beer after a, li- a certain lighthouse. So, this one is named okay. after Nosset. So, I'm I'm probably or I'm guessing, but if I had to figure, this is probably a one-off beer where they mm-hmm. they made it once and they'll probably never make it again because they'll move on to the yeah. next lighthouse. So yeah. that's that's why I haven't had this one. But a lot of their stuff, they have a lot of regulars, and they just they're constantly just rotating them through. So there's there's beers mm-hmm. that I've been there, you know, seven or eight times and never I haven't drank my way through the menu yet. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty good. Um, I know a lot of times, and I know Treehouse does this probably more so than trillium but like they'll do a lot of like ex- experimental batches mm, like just yeah. trying to figure out hey is this good <laughs> and then people yeah. buy it cuz it's trillium but um yeah so i love those experimental small batches cuz like sometimes they're really good sometimes they're just funky and to me that's great i'm down to try something funky and different mm, yeah absolutely so trillium has a, an experimental batch like that too and i'm drawing a blank on the name but it's very similar to the curiosity series from treehouse yeah. Um, so that I mean, that's I don't know if it's like that out in California, Jordan, but a lot of our breweries around here do happen to have you know a series of just experimental taps. Like Fox Farm, for example, has the Rome series where they're just constantly yeah. they're, just, they're just playing around with things. Just yeah. No, sticks. we we have a lot of that out here because I guess some of the ones you probably heard of is like uh, Bottle Logics out here. They do a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah. M- Monkish is out here. They're really, really big. People love that. Monkish is delicious, uh, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Monkish <laughs> is super cool. I actually have still never been to the brewery, and I'm probably a 40 minute drive away, but I get a lot of their stuff out here. And nice. then uh, I don't know if you've heard of Belching Beaver. I don't know if they make it all the way out there or not. Uh, they're like my favorite brewery in Southern California, but they do some experimental stuff every now and then too, which is pretty cool. That's a cool name. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's a uh, the whole. I I love that place. It's it's great. They're fun. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned Monkish, and I've actually never had a beer from Monkish, which is make me. It's on like my one of my bucket lists, but I just haven't, just haven't, haven't gotten it yet. So yeah, I imagine it'd be hard to find it out there. You definitely have to get it in a trade. So mm-hmm. yeah. maybe maybe we'll get something going. You know, I'll some Trillium sent to me. I'll get you some Monkish and some Bottle Logic out here. There you go. Yeah, that was actually something I wanted to discuss with you, and I'm going to wait till after the pod to discuss this because oh, it's, per- <laughs> it's perfect. We're going to do back alley dealings. We're doing it. That's it. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to bore our listeners with doing beer trades, but there yeah, are a no. few California beers like Pliny that I've never had. That's on my list. Oh my gosh, dude! So, uh, Pliny, quick Pliny story, real quick. Uh, Pliny the Elder, you can get out here pretty pretty easily, and Pliny the Elder is oof top notch but plenty the younger now that is hard to get um and i've waited in line uh, i went at three in the morning one time to a place in pasadena that didn't open till 11 to be one of the first 10 people to be able to go in and actually get plenty the younger and it was worth it it was so good wow. i know that a lot of people out there probably do the wait to get bottle releases like and that. stuff like that yeah, but this was like we were just chilling in Pasadena in an alleyway waiting for this restaurant to open because they had one keg. That was it. That's all oh, they wow. produced for this place. Yeah, but it was totally worth it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask you to go stand in a line at 3 a.m. to <laughs> to grab me, Pliny the yeah. Younger. But, but I'll, the, I'll get you Elder though. Yeah, yeah I'll get you Elder. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that one's easy. Yeah. That's definitely another one that uh, I uh, I haven't had. And actually, uh, one of our Beerstagram friends or something, um, they did a East versus West battle uh, where Ooh. they drank they drank Pliny the Elder versus Heady Topper. Mm-hmm. So. It's like it's like your East Coast king versus your West Coast king, and it was just yeah. like it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think they preferred Pliny, if I'm not mistaken. But oh, that's very interesting, actually, because I prefer New England style IPAs to West Coast because I think West Coast is almost too piney. Yeah, and I, I I'm I think people actually like the pininess. I'm just one where too much of it kind of gives me that cotton mouth feel, and I don't necessarily, I like the taste, I just don't like the feeling, so right. that's why I always kind of go for the New England styles more than that, but I'm a, I'm a weird case, I guess. I shouldn't be living here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're going to be kicked out of California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Green Flash is like, get out of here. <laughs> you can come on over to Connecticut, I mean, it's it gets cold during the winter hey, and hot during the summer. My wife and I are looking to move out of state, we almost moved to Texas a while ago, so who knows where we're going to end up in the next year or two, so I might be over there, you know? <laughs> No. There you go. I mean, North Carolina is nice. Hey, Asheville is one of the areas we're looking to move because I love Asheville. And I know you guys were just chilling yeah. there not that long ago. Hell yeah. It was awesome. Asheville yeah. was Great. fun. I couldn't, have, I, I couldn't live there. I'd be poor, uh, alcoholic, <laughs> and it's, it's, not yeah, married. It's, yeah, it's very true. Uh, there's a lot of trouble you can get in there with yes. your, your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I think we need Obert. I think Obert keeps us on track. Um, yeah. So just, just quickly, my beer... I'm going to give it a four and a half. Four and a half? Yes. All right. What do you think the untapped universe thinks of this? I don't know. You have to tell me. I know. I'm asking. I'm asking you to guess. I'm going to say 4.2. Oh, okay. 4.04. Oh, close. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Not too bad. Cool. Nice. Uh, So that's another awesome Trillium beer. Yeah. So, Chris, what are you drinking? So I have a special... Uh, special beer. It's called Royal Jelly, and you can't see it because I had to turn my camera off because my computer's stupid, but it's called Royal Jelly. It's from Plan B in New York, and it's Plan B, B-E-E, Brewing. Ooh. Not like Plan uh, B, the restaurant chain in Connecticut. Right, or the... Or know, the pill. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those things. Um, so this is actually a bee farm that... Oh, wow. Cool. Good. It came off. Sweet. Um, a bee farm that uses their honey that they produce to make beers. And this is one. I actually found it in a bottle shop in North Carolina. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> which which was kind of funny. I know. So you you bought it in North Carolina, a beer yep. from New York, yep. then drove from North Carolina to Connecticut <laughs> to now drink the beer from New York. Listen, don't tell me I live my life. <laughs> Man, Listen. if that beer could talk about the stories it's seen. Yeah, right. <laughs> that beer's been through a lot. I, yes. I, I was in a car, trapped in a box for so long. Uh, so this is, like I said, uh, the Royal Jelly, which is a New York wild ale, which is brewed with honey and aged in bourbon barrels. Oh, Ooh. wait, no. Ooh. No, wait. Brewed with honey, aged in bourbon barrels. So maybe the honey's aged the way I'm reading it. Ooh. Oh, so like... Honey aged in bourbon barrels used to make this beer. That is very yeah. unique and cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. I heard about this place a long time ago, uh, and I never was never able to get a bottle. And all of a sudden, I was walking. I was like, "Oh my god, right here!" <laughs> so, so I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, you can't, yeah, you can't see it, but it's a nice, nice looking color. 
So it's got like a nice uh, hint to it. It almost looks like you can tell that there was honey put into this beer. It's kind of kind of like got a nice yellowish hue. Um, so, uh, but let's see. Let's see how it, let's see how it is. Jordan, for your uh, yeah, for your benefit, I will show you a picture of what it looks like on untapped. Ooh, that does look really good. That's like an amber color almost. Yeah, it looks like honey. Yeah, that's actually what I really thought about it. I was like, that that looks like liquid honey. That is super awesome. Wow, this is this is phenomenal. This is really good. Uh, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's a wild ale, so you're gonna like you get some tartness, of course. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, it, but it's it immediately like you get some bourbon flavors and then like sweetness from the honey and like it all just comes together really nice. Uh, I'm trying to like let's see. I'm gonna try one more one more sip. It sounds delicious. I can't wait to walk around the corner and go take a sip of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Does it is it is it got that boozy flavor that the bourbon barrel age usually has, or does it not because it was the honey that was bourbon barrel aged possibly? Yeah, it's not as uh, depending on what bourbon aged stouts and stuff you've had. It's yeah. not as strong as some of those. Like you definitely get like I guess more the bourbon flavor than the bourbon like you know punch. You know what I mean. Which is um, awesome because yeah. that's the best part to have is the flavor. Right. right. So, I mean, like, this beer is, like, pretty phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to find what the ABV is on it. I don't see it. I've, um, I've 23. Never... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, well, sorry. This is a short podcast. <laughs> I, I have this stuff for you in case you can't find yeah, it in the bottle. I don't see it. It's not on here. So, it's 9% ABV. Well, okay. Oh. Yeah. It's not terrible, but, um, no. yeah. Very good, very very delicious, very smooth. Like um, I would say, if you don't like if you don't like sour beers or tart beers, it might not be your thing. Um, but even then, it's not like overly tart. Like I know I know Dana wouldn't like it, but she doesn't like any sours mm. pretty much. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's 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 a solid solid beer. I'm pretty excited by this. Nice. Yeah, that's a really unique one too. Like finding something with that much flavor going on. Yeah, has got to be pretty cool to find. Yeah, I was pretty pretty excited. I want now it makes me want to go up to New York and and visit this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do they do they only make beer then, or do they make mead and stuff too? Since they have the honey and everything, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I assume they would make mead. Um, yeah, I'm now I'm gonna pull them up. I was gonna They're, say we can, it's not far. A, They're in Poughkeepsie, so it's 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 actually a, it's a Google machine away. I, I recognize that name from the right TV show Friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could you can make that drive. I mean it's or I can make that drive from here. It's not that not that long. They do beer they and do more wi- beer. They do wine. Ooh, honey! It's do they use the honey in the wine? I guess they could. Isn't that essentially that, what meat is like a honey wine almost? Or? I guess. Oh, I guess that's true, huh? Yeah. So they do wine and then yeah, they do mean and they do moonshine. Ooh, oh, wow. good old moonshine. <laughs> I like this place. I'm going to have to go visit this place. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, pro- it's probably an hour and a half drive. That's that's not too bad. Probably it. That's nice. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to give this beer, and I think I'm going to rate it higher than untapped. I think I'm going to give it a four and a half. Uh, it's very good. All the flavors I really enjoy. So, hey, and it's 9% alcohol. <laughs> there you go. It'll get you going. <laughs> it'll get you. It'll get you. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> So what if you had to guess? I'm gonna I'm gonna lob this one up to Jordan. Jordan, if you had to guess what this is rated on Untapped, what would you think it would be rated? Mm, be- okay, so because it's a very unique style, I'm gonna skew it a little bit lower than what I think. Because I think some people are gonna give it a low grade just because they aren't expecting it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still gonna be high. So I'm gonna give it a three point uh, nine eight. And Chris, do you want to take a guess? 
<sighs> yeah, I was I was actually thinking the, along the same lines. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm going to say 3.79. So it actually is a 4.1. So it's actually really oh, high. Wow. Okay, yeah. Nice. So the collective but, world loves this beer. Yeah. That's and how many how many people voted on it? It has uh, 1,184 check-ins, so not a lot, there you go. but it's still okay. you know, over 1,000. Yeah, that's better than 200 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, but really good. Really, really good beer. Really, really cool brewery, too. I really enjoy the the uh, concept, I guess. So, Very cool, yeah. I like finding those breweries that aren't really well-known, too, because sometimes they have those sleepers that are just amazing there. Right, yeah. Yeah. It so, seems I mean, to happen more and more. Mm-hmm, it's true, yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we're talking from Connecticut, uh, California, and North Carolina now, like three of like the bigger beer states in the United States. And yeah. like, I, I mean, sure, we have the monkishes and the treehouses and the trilliums, but I mean, how many breweries do you go to where you're like, man, this beer's really, really good. It's on par with those other places, you know? I think, but, we, I think we did that a few times over the past couple days here. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you want to walk into those smaller ones that seem like they might not have as many options, but if they're all good, right? Hey, that quality is there. I I, I like that. Yeah. Typically, I try and go to places I've never heard of before, just because, especially the places like Monkish and Trillium and all that, you can get their bottles and cans and stuff pretty easily in the areas that they distribute and everything. So when you go someplace else that maybe doesn't have a good distribution channel, how else are you going to get that? So you kind of got to right. go to them, which is fun. And then you might find your new favorite beer there. So one thing that uh, that I need to fill you in about uh, the Northeastern beer scene. Yeah. A lot of the breweries up here don't distribute. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Everywhere distributes down here if you're like a- anybody in a brewery. Like you pretty much I can find any major beer in a grocery store out here. Yeah, no, it's not like so like with like Treehouse or Trillium. You really have to go to the brewery to get their beer. Oh yeah. man, that's a whole different scene than yeah. out here. Yeah, it's, so it's it's crazy. That's why when like we're talking about like driving to these places, it's literally that's yeah. how I get their beer. I, I, right, there's no other way for me to do it. That's crazy. Could could you use things like Tavor and stuff like that, or do they not use that even? Uh, they don't even use that for the most part. And wow. Connecticut doesn't Connecticut doesn't have Tavor, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, well, man, hey, I mean, if it's that good that people are going to them to get it and out of their way, that's even more to say about their reputation then. That's, right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they get to keep all the profits in-house. They're not paying the middleman. Uh, yeah, that that makes sense. I think out here in California, we're just a little bit lazier. No, here's the problem. Out here, <laughs> out here, if you want to if, – if I say a brewery is – 20 minutes down the free or 20 miles down the freeway for me that'll probably take me an hour and a half to two hours to get there yeah, oh, yeah most of the time that's because the traffic out here is awful awful so <laughs> i there's that's that's half the reason i haven't been to monkish is because i'm like do i want to sit on the 405 for three hours to get there you know yeah <laughs> you just move there just move to monkish yeah. yeah there you go i'll pitch a tent right outside there you go. I'll be there when they open and when they close it's great yeah, yeah. sorry I mean, just just buy a u-haul truck and park it out front and be like i live here now Oh, dude, make the van life or whatever. Just put my bed in the back of a van and drive that to every brewery and camp out for a week. There you exactly. go. There you go. See, we're, we're helping Jordan. you out. Let's get on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can find me on Patreon.com. No. <laughs> slash, jo- slash Jordan's yeah. van life. Jordan's van life. Go fund me. <laughs> Step one, buy a van. Uh, yes. Oh, man. 
So I have I have a thing for you guys. Okay. Uh, so I I host a podcast as we've discussed already in mm-hmm. this podcast. No. Uh, a podcast and a podcast <laughs> right here and. Uh, what is we do like segments. In, it's like Inception a little bit. It's yeah, it's it's pod- Podception. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I think that's the new app that pays you to listen to podcasts. No, <laughs> uh, it, so um, I do segments, and one of the segments we do is the Would You Rather question of the week. And sometimes it gets a little vulgar. Sometimes yep. it gets a little stupid. Yep. Sometimes it gets relevant. And I think this is going to be a relevant question for us because uh, I, I don't want to assume anything, but I think we're all pretty nerdy when it comes to video games and TV shows and movies. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, okay. I'd say so. Okay. So here, let me pose a question to you guys about maybe having to pick one over the other or what where your priorities lie. And let's, let's talk this out a little bit here. So would you rather be able to watch all the TV shows and movies you want, but... Video game-wise, you can never save your progress. So you, you turn that Xbox off, you turn that Nintendo Switch off, you turn that PC off, your progress is not saved. You have to start over from the beginning. Okay. Or would you be able to play all the video games in the world you want to play? You can get them for free, free video games. But every TV show and movie you can't watch until it's been released for six months. So spoilers abound, most likely. Oh, oh I'm definitely that- going the second way. Yeah, same here. That's that's a slam dunk for me. <laughs> so you're you're gonna go video games and just be like whatever, spoil all the movies and TV shows for me then. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm pretty good at being oblivious to to like spoilers and stuff, so I I should be able to last. And I honestly just finished The Office a week ago. Oh wow! I've so never it's watched it for a hundred years. <laughs> a little late late to the party there. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, well, that was a lot quicker than I thought you were going to answer. I thought we'd have to kind of hash it out a little bit because, see, I'm I'm the other way. I would take the not saving the progress in a video game because, now, see, maybe you guys play a lot more video games than I do because I watch a lot more TV and movies than I play the video the than I play the video games. <laughs> the one video game. Um, Sounding old now. Yeah, yeah, I'm 50 years old now. All of a sudden, what's Oops. that? Is is that the Pokemon's? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> um. I, I would take that because I hate spoilers. Mm. I want to go into everything unencumbered. I don't want to have any preconceived notion. I don't want to know. So right now, I haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, and I'm literally having to mute people on my Twitter and Instagram because it's taken me so long to get to the theater to so see Spider-Man. you're telling me that I should spoil it for you right now. Oh, man, if you did, I would be mad for two seconds and then probably get over it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but I am way more into movies and TV shows. Like a video game, I'm like, okay, cool. They're fun to play, but I never feel like I would get spoiled. If you told me, hey, the ending of The Last of Us is this, I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, that's fine. But you'd never be able to get there if you didn't be able, that, if you were able to save your progress. But the thing is, so here's what I wanted to bring up. I said that you can't save your progress, but I didn't say you had to turn off that video game console all the time. So now you're running the gamble of will it stay on 24 right. 7 and how fast can you play through this game mm. so that you don't have to save it that's true. and then you're able to not have to worry about the tv show stuff because then if i take the tv show route where i i or i could get all the video games in the world that i want for free granted i can't save them but i could get any of them that i want so that's where the little cost cost effect the cost benefit ratio kind of <laughs> comes into play right there. This you is know? That, that's a really interesting like that's hmm. I it's didn't a, think about a, not turning off the Xbox. Cuz right. I had a friend who had a PlayStation and he had he didn't have 
at the time, I don't know if kids know this or not, uh, who are listening, you know, all the kids that listen to your podcast. All the kids uh, that listen to the beer drinking podcast. <laughs> all the children, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> that you had to buy memory cards to oh, actually yeah. save anything. And my friend didn't get memory cards. He was too cheap. So he would be playing NHL, like, uh, what, 2K 1998, uh, <laughs> whatever it was. And uh, he would just leave his, ex- his uh, PlayStation on nonstop and would never turn it off. Oh, wow. Because he couldn't save it. And so that thing would be on for like two weeks at a time. And uh, every now and then it would turn itself off because it would get too hot and stuff. But it didn't happen too often. And I was like, well, I guess that's one way to do it. <laughs> and so that's what kind of made me think about this is what would I give up more? Would I give up the ability to know that my video game progress is saved? Or would I give up the ability to know that I could watch things in a timely manner and not have to worry about spoilers or getting to see things right when they come out? Mm. Yeah, I I definitely um you know, I have a kid now so I never do anything in a timely manner. So Well, that's one thing to take into account. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and like spoilers are just uh, you know, to be fair, anybody who spoils something on purpose should be like hanged or something. But yeah. Um yeah. I mean, he's so far behind that he still doesn't know how Iron Man 1 ended. <laughs> he's not lying. <laughs> I mean, the less the last Spider-Man I've seen was Peter Parker, uh, or not Peter Parker. What's his name? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Well, yeah. That's okay. You skipped the whole uh, Andrew Garfield that doesn't really matter kind of. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the second the second Spider-Man that isn't Spider-Man now. Yeah. But the, well, have you are, are have you seen Spider-Man into the Spider Verse yet, or are you not on the Miles Morales train yet? Oh, I don't even. I don't understand half the words you just said. Wh- oh, okay. <laughs> Nark Nark Flarg Schleit, uh Fork pop, Popcorn Muffin. <laughs> Did you understand those words? No, I didn't understand. Oh that no! Either. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm not. Hip, I'm not hip with the hop. I guess. I, I will oh, yeah. say that I have not seen Into the Spider Verse. Oh wow! Okay, that is probably my favorite Spider-Man film. It's really good. Uh, see, I'm not a big like Spider-Man cartoon fan. Okay, yeah, you um, probably wouldn't like it then. Like, like I like like all the Marvel movies. I like all those. I go see all those yeah. in the movie theater. Sp- Into the Spider Verse just wasn't my thing, but I've heard. Everybody who has seen it has said that it's awesome. Yeah, so, it's it's what what I love in movies and pop culture and TV is meta metaphysical stuff. Like when it's very when it knows it's self aware. And Spider Man of the Spider Verse is very much self aware of what it is. So is it like Deadpool and with Spider Man in the cartoon? Almost, almost. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Spider Man was the original Deadpool. He was the one breaking the fourth wall before Deadpool was even around. You know, so it went back to its roots in that sense. And I don't want to give anything more away because. There's a lot of stuff that's very interesting that you find out while you're watching it. Um, and there's also a lot of hidden features if you buy the Blu-ray that are pretty cool that I've stumbled upon. Um, but I would I would say that's definitely one to check out if you're into comic book lore at all. It's a it's a good one to check out, which I think it's free on Netflix right now or with a subscription. But it's I think it's on Netflix. Oh, OK. Well, then then I probably will watch it because that's. Yeah. I mean, I don't have there cable, so it's you know, it's all Netflix and all that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the TV show, all that, the, the sketch comedy TV show. Right. <laughs> I was have all the DVDs. <laughs> I was actually kind of upset on your podcast. You were doing like all like the music stuff, and yeah. everybody got Keenan and Kel like that. But yeah, and then you, then somebody said all that, and I was like, no, that was not all that. <laughs> no, and the problem I can never use all that if for that for that trivia is because the theme song literally is. Oh, all that. So it's like, yeah, you're supposed to get around that one. Yeah, that's true. You could do the 8-bit version. Oh, there you go. There you yeah, go. I didn't think about doing that. Let idea. me get my MIDI keyboard out and I'll create it. <laughs> that's cool. 
Yeah, there's um, I remember the just I know you just talking about that a little bit, but when I was listening to the Pokemon episode you did a while back, which one we have we've had like four. Yeah, so this one was <laughs> there was a segment where you were you you did uh the typing of Pokemon. And oh yes, sir. I asked. I showed him a picture, and I said, "What type do you think it is?" Yeah, I was listening in the car, and like, I got way too many of them right just from memory, and I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I have to sit and think about my life." <laughs> well, I don't think so. I applaud you because I wish I had the knowledge to know like eight hundred and sixty-four Pokemon typing. I didn't get them all, but I got quite a few. It was, but that was fun. I really enjoyed that. That was that yeah. Was so fun. you'd say you didn't catch all the typings i didn't catch yeah i didn't catch them all typings okay Um, okay (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh so one other thing and i i I know we we don't have obert here so we can turn into a little bit of a of a wrestling fan cast for about five minutes uh extreme rules going on right now i actually left mid to do this podcast with you guys so that's how much i like (laughs) you we actually haven't started watching you yet um, oh, okay. I won't. I won't say anything. Not that it's you know we all assumed it wasn't going to be the greatest pay per view, but <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like I've, I've been a little bit disappointed recently, just because I feel like there's the outside stuff outside of WWE. I've been more entertained by. Well, I have a question, but I want to hear what Chris's question was first before I step on anyone's toes. Oh no, no, no. It was. It's fine. I sorry, Mike. Just so the listeners know, my uh, computer is a piece of garbage right now, so it's just been shutting off Skype for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but I-, I was just curious because I've kind of, kind of like what Ted was just saying. I've lost a lot mm-hmm. of interest recently, um, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll like watch like recap shows on YouTube before I watch the actual product. So, mm-hmm. um, but I was just curious what you, what your thoughts were on like wrestling WWE. I mean, obviously, Elephant in the Room, AEW, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, if WWE said AEW on one of their shows, we're allowed to talk about it now. Um, so, <laughs> I I love I love WWE. I I've always loved it. It's mm-hmm. what got me into wrestling back when I was a kid and everything. Right. Um, so I will always give them the benefit of the doubt. But I agree, it's infuriating right now. Just the ball being dropped on creative. I, I literally, my dog could come up with better storylines than what's going on right yeah. now. It's it's insane. But every now and then, you get a glimmer of hope. You get this amazing thing that happens. And you're like, oh, this is beautiful. This is right. awesome. And I really watch for that purpose. And I, I don't, I, I watch every Monday, I watch Raw. Every Tuesday, I watch SmackDown. Do I watch it live? No. Do I watch, do I fast forward through a lot of stuff? Yes. So, you Ooh, know. Who is your friend? Yeah, exactly. Hulu breaking it down to that hour and a half, you know, 100% of what what they need to be doing because Raw is way too long right now. And the whole wild call rule, I could go on for hours about all the the blunders (laughs) they've done recently. But the shining... Uh, the shining light at the end of the tunnel, which could either be the train about to kill us or could be our way out, I don't know, is that Paul Heyman's taking over Raw and Eric Bischoff taking over SmackDown. This could be what they need to inject a little bit of adrenaline back into the product because, let's be honest, AEW is walking circles around them right now. Right. Not not only are they coming up with more compelling stories and characters, they're also giving their pay-per-views away. The past two have given away for free on B- on Bleacher Report Live. I mean, you can't beat free. You know, it's just... And then they're going to have a TV... They're going to have their own weekly show coming out on TNT soon. They WWE needs to do something drastic. Uh, they need to either kick Vince McMahon out or he needs to learn to give a little bit of creative control to other people so we don't have another Dean Ambrose, John Moxley situation going on. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been long wondering how long it was going to be before Vince stepped aside, and it seems like it's happening now, but, like, Triple yeah. H should probably start taking over at this point. I mean, NXT is the only compelling thing that the WWE oh, has going on. 100%. NXT is gold. It's literally their colors, gold and black, you know, it, but it's gold. <laughs> like, it's it's great. And if you just cross that over onto the bigger platform, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's there. You have it. You literally own it. Right. Why aren't you using it? Right. Yeah. It's it, and, and that's that's all the mind of Triple H. It's just like just let him yeah. go. Like let him run. My, my my biggest fear too is that uh, Undisputed Era is going to get called up and go the way of Sanity. Like oh man, what like what are you even thinking and doing? You have this product that's over. People love it, and you bring it up and you pretty much castrate it and throw it in a fire and say, "Here you go." Right. And no one wants that then. Like, Nikki Cross, what is this crap with her? She should not be with Alexa Bliss. She should be going out there and, like, beating up the dudes backstage. Like, come on. I just don't I don't get it. It infuriates me when they do things like that. Yeah, yeah. it's I, – I, I wholeheartedly agree with the Undisputed Era. I, I feel like, you know, they're, they're going to push Adam Cole to the moon because – Oh, yes. Because he looks like – I mean, he looks like Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, he is. He's Shawn Michaels incarnate. The right. way he wrestles, his super kick, everything is – right. Perfect. Yeah. And then, I mean, so he they'll push him, but everybody else is going to mm. fall by the wayside. It's the same thing with Velveteen Dream. I'm really nervous yeah, God. about He's him amazing. going to the main roster because his character's mm-hmm. awesome on NXT. But with in Vince's hands, he'll be ruined. He's like, Vince is going to go, well, Vince is going to look at that and go, it's another gold dust. And that's how he's going to play it. Right. And that's not how you play it. That's not how it's supposed to be done. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yes. I don't know. So I I think I'm kind of getting to the point now where I've been to a few WWE shows out here at the Staples Center. In fact, the last one I was at, uh, you can see me behind Ronda Rousey. pumping my fist and oh, screaming nice. which is kind of fun yeah i have a i have a picture of me i got mike wazowski the the rope was covering my face up <laughs> so that was my but i'm at the point now where i don't even want to go to the big shows anymore i just want to go to these small little indie shows like pwg is out here mm. uh we used to have uh lucha underground was filming out here when they were doing their stuff uh there's a lot of what's cool mixing wrestling and beer a lot of breweries in downtown la will have this uh promotion come out called bumps and bruises and they will put a ring up in their brewery and you go and you watch wrestling. Jeff Cobb was there. Brian uh, Brian Cage was there the last time I went. Like they get names to show up to. That's this pretty too. cool. So wow. Yeah, it's a it. And I'm way more into doing these indie shows than going to the big WWE stuff anymore. <laughs> That's I, cool. I wish our hashtag Connecticut Brewers get on this. Like, they should, right? man. It's fun. And I know I know a few wrestlers in like the Indiana area and Illinois area, and they'd be down to go to Connecticut and do it. So, <laughs> yeah, get, get them on the phone. Let's do this Yeah, thing. seriously. I'm going to have to talk yeah. to Adam at Labyrinth tomorrow and see if I can convince him to do that. <laughs> convince seriously, him to though, there's – but seriously, though, just get a promoter, and there's a ton of schools out in that area. So I'm sure they'd be down to do it. Yeah, Bubba Ray Dudley uh, runs a school yeah. in Connecticut. Yeah, oh, that's he? right. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's what what does he go by now? Bully he doesn't Ray. go by Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Yeah, yep. that's it. He's on the radio now. He's on Busted Open on Sirius XM. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Get him involved in this thing. You could meet Bubba Ray doing this. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. He and his he, he and his wife operate a, a a wrestling school in Danbury. Oh, I thought you were going to say a table rental facility. <laughs> <laughs> They that's, keep coming back broken. I don't know what's going it's on. It's the worst business model ever. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes. So that's uh, that was your 
12 minutes of Jordan ranting about the landscape of wrestling. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that was the point, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, so, Jordan, as, as, an, as an active listener of our podcast, let, yes. let me ask you a stupid question. Oh, I love stupid questions. That's how I live my life. <laughs> so, um, if you put a sausage in a condom, mm-hmm. tied it, and then mm-hmm. swallowed it whole, mm-hmm. would it get stuck in your stomach because the condom mm-hmm. would protect it, or would you just poop out the whole sausage? <laughs> oh. um, wow, that's a good question. Uh, now, what kind of condom are we talking about? Store brand or Trojan? <laughs> you know, the the user does not... Specify. specify but i'm going to so i'm going to take liberties here and i'm going to say trojan okay so top of the line yeah so top of the line top of the line um i so <laughs> can i say i think for myself that uh it would get uh stuck because i have a terrible tummy but i think for most people <laughs> they would just they would just have a hard time on the toilet 48 hours later <laughs> okay chris you know i don't i don't know um, would the stomach acid eat through the condom? I think that's the question, right? Right. That I mean, that would be the question. Is that that's the question? Does stomach mm-hmm. acid absorb? Or does stomach acid yeah, absorb? Does it absorb latex? No. Does stomach acid go through latex? <laughs> um. Here, I I would like to think that mm, no. I I think I don't think you'd poop it out. I think it'd get you, stuck in there somewhere. Are you sure that it wouldn't just block your intestines and then you'd explode into and, a and splatter of sausage, yeah. meat, and poop? Mm. <laughs> Could you? So here's the thing, though. Isn't there wax on apples and our stomach acid is fine with that? And is wax and latex similar or no? Probably not. Yeah. Latex is probably more, more like thick. Yeah. Well, well we know that yeah, wax on, the, on apples would be fine. But like your stomach acid can't dissolve gum. Oh, that's true. That's true. And that's that's pretty latex or, or corn. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. So what you have to do is you have to get a big tub of double bubble and chew it all up, and then mold it around the sausage, mm. and then then you're then you're good. And then seven years later, <laughs> <laughs> seven years later, your stomach will finally dissolve it. Nice, but you'll never be hungry again. <laughs> also true. true. Yeah. See, hey, that's, there you go. Hashtag Tudfit. We solve. Well, we also solve world hunger. <laughs> oh, there we go. See? Here's my condom sausage, which is not something I've said to my wife ever. <laughs> hey, honey, you want just, some condom sausage? Just putting that out there. Oh, man. That's funny. So, so the next stupid question I have for you. If the president has a PhD, is he then called Dr. President? Hmm. It's like mm. what happens? Which which yeah. rank? What wins out? Is which, it the higher? I I think he rank? would be President MD. Ooh, Ooh. so Mister President MD? Yes, Mister President MD. Mister President Trump. MD. Well, what if he's not? What if he's not an MD? A medical doctor. Yeah. So he could be like a. Uh, he just has his PhD in, in like gynecology. Yeah. <laughs> do you get a phd in that i don't know i don't know things i've never i don't live in the world i don't know like, like what if his like phd was like geology hmm. Hmm. then he'd be president rock yeah Ooh. president fossil oh. Ooh, the rock is president <laughs> there we go uh isn't he running or something or i don't know i heard I don't, that he's I, gonna run yeah i, I think i'd vote for the rock i'm not gonna lie. i would vote for him too yeah <laughs> would he be the people's president he would be the people's president be- 
the most electrifying president. <laughs> yeah. If anyone tried to come over here and do anything, he'd just give him the people's elbow. It would be fine. Right. All fine. I mean, I'd, I would just love to see him like up on stage, like giving the eyebrow and saying that, you know, the millions and millions of, of the rocks people. <laughs> do you think that his uh, inauguration speech would start with, I'm the jabroni beaten, pie eaten, <laughs> president wearing? <laughs> do you think that every time he comes out, like instead of playing Hail to the Chief, do they play if you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, they'd have I hope to. So. Yeah. That that better that's gonna go through legislation. <laughs> it better happen. Does he climb up like on top of the podium and like stick his hand in the air? G- yeah, give the hand up. Yes. Does right. he get like 100%. a belt made that says like president of the US? Yes. Of course. <laughs> of course. It has to the, happen. The POTUS belt. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Stone Cold Steve Austin gonna to be, be his vice president? Because that would be really Oh, funny. that would be the best duo ever. <laughs> they put on some really good matches. They could probably run a country. That's how yeah. that works, right? Yeah, it's comparable. Here, let me check my conversion chart. Yeah, it's comparable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same. You've headlined three WrestleManias, so uh, yeah, you guys would be great president. Vice yeah. President. <laughs> I mean, the one thing that I do feel bad for is the president after The Rock, after he has to carry around this 40-pound belt and, you know, come out to The Rock's theme music for the rest of his pre- presidency. Yeah. We're, we're kind of getting... Guy. I don't feel bad for him. I would want to do I would want to do that. Who wouldn't want to do that? I guess that's true. I mean, I, I feel like that's when his vice president, badass. Stone Cold Steve Austin, runs, and then he switches it all up again. Yeah. yeah that's, true. And, that's true. And then before you know it, Triple H will move in, and it'll be fine. And then <laughs> <laughs> We'll just keep cycling out wrestlers. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Oh, man. That's funny. All right. So we're going into war, and uh, U.S., you're going over. So <laughs> It's all predetermined. I- yeah, I, I, what is it? In rock, paper, scissors, the rock always wins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I like that. Uh, no, but to go back to your original question, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Dr. President. I think I think it would be Dr. President, actually, because if we can have a Dr. Pepper, we can have a Dr. President. Ooh, That's true. I like that reasoning. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. That was a yeah. good reasoning. Uh, yeah, I think I think is I would want to if I went to school for like a billion years or whatever and like became a doctor. I don't care what I am. You better call me doctor. That's yeah, true. Exactly. But then you went to yeah. school for all those years. You practiced doing whatever, you know, teaching in a college somewhere. Let's just assume because in our hypothetical situation, he's a geologist. Right, right. But then then you go to become the president. Like then you worked really hard to do that for the title of Mr. President. So wouldn't you want to leave your doctor behind? Not if you could have both. It's true. I don't think you can vacate it either. I think you you can't just be like, I'm no longer a doctor. <laughs> I renounced my doctorship. <laughs> I, r- I ripped up the paper. It no longer exists. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. That's a. I, I think I'd have to agree. I think you'd have to call him Doctor President. Probably. Yeah. 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 Doctor President Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a. Uh, has there ever been a president who's been a doctor? Oh, almost positive. Yeah, probably uh, back yeah. in the day when presidents like did stuff. <laughs> right. We're very smart, so just take. Don't even Google. Just say probably. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the 32nd president. Yeah. Woodrow Wilson was a doctor. There you go. There you go. See, it's it, exactly what I was thinking of. And he was still referred to as Mr. President. Mm. Apparently, this is a really popular question. I, I like to <laughs> I like to think that we live in an enlightened age where we can right. refer to him as Doctor President. You know, Woodrow Wilson back back then they weren't as enlightened as we are now. So right. I think that we could give him Doctor and President, Doctor Mister President, if if you want. Uh, you know, now that's so. probably the way to do it. You have to call them Doctor Mister President. Yeah, 
Doctor, Mister President, MD, DDS. Yes. CPA. OBGYN. OBGYN. Yeah. Yeah, and other other letters. More letters. Just like just list the alphabet behind his name. Yeah. A A B C D E F G and X Y Z. Sometimes Y. Do you guys want to? You want a sneak peek? I don't know if you want to leave this in the podcast. You want a sneak peek of what my random question was for my friends this week? Sure, sure. I asked them, "Where do you think the term screw the pooch' came from?" And we had a lively <laughs> debate about how we thought that came into existence. So, so what day does your podcast your podcast comes out on? Uh, Monday. On so Monday. T- t- tomorrow, this will be posed. Oh, so we can uh, talk. I, so we can actually talk about this here. Yeah, because without because, the benefit of hearing yeah. what you guys did, exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, and so I asked them because I have the answer of how it came into oh. existence. Actually, okay, okay, yeah. huh? Screw the pooch. Let me see. Part. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna think about this a little bit more, but I'm just gonna state the obvious. Yeah. Was somebody having sex with a dog? <laughs> you, you you would think. <laughs> you would think. Uh, but no. <laughs> okay. I bet you. Thankfully, I wonder if it's like. Uh, yeah, the, the, the people on Drinking Lemon Friends do not condone sex with dogs, just an FYI. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think, screw the pooch. It has to be something a mechanic used to say Ooh. because back in the day, mm-hmm. every car had a faulty piece of machinery called a pooch. And all you had to do was screw it to. Am I close? <laughs> uh, uh, I I like your story almost more than the real story. I, I, would, I would get. I would definitely go with that. No. So actually, the real story is that back in the 30s, there was a phrase called "walk the dog or feed the dog," which meant being lazy. I don't know why that was. Then people in the military would say, "Pardon my French, fuck the dog" as the term instead of "walk the dog, feed the dog." And we, as as time went on, you weren't allowed to say that on television, and right. people wanted to portray that saying in military TV shows and books and stuff like that. So they softened it to "screw the pooch." So you're telling me over it time was, it was softened in match, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So it started as "walk the dog," turned into "fuck the dog," and now we're at "screw the pooch." And it originally meant being lazy, and now it's turned into being like something bad happening right so just over time it, it's oh. like a, in the military they kind of adopted that then as being the like oh you really screwed the pooch on that one in the military but the more vulgar term of it and so that's how it came into existence huh oh, thank very you, interesting thank you army <laughs> for giving us that one that <laughs> yeah is, i know that's an interesting one yeah that is yeah, yeah. i because I, I that i always thought where the heck did this even come from I kind of like Chris's version better. I do too. That seems way more uh, presentable and also uh, realistic, in my opinion. Right, right. Yeah, see? Yeah. This damn pooch keeps giving me problems. <laughs> ah, screw that pooch. <laughs> yeah, just screw it. It's how uh, you fix it. Just screw it up. Just yeah. screw it. It's fine. Yeah, just yeah, stick that it. flathead in there and just yeah. you know, turn it <laughs> Screw that pooch. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jordan. I have yes. to ask you, and we're mm-hmm. we're probably gonna go, we're going long on this one. It's fine. I don't care. Well, like I said, yep. we don't have Ober. Ober's like the pod dad. He like keeps us the, the yeah. pod dad. The pod dad. Yeah, I'm dad of the have, pod, but he's, yeah, you gotta he's have one of those. He's the pod dad. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna go a little long, I think. So, I mean, uh, we you obviously you do a million podcasts and mm-hmm. you uh, drink beer and you take mm-hmm. part in the hashtag Tudfit lifestyle. If oh, you, follow, you know it. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, you'll see all his workout videos and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Um, like when I first started watching him, he was like this big 450 pound man. Then he heard <laughs> hashtag Tudfit, and now he's like this slim, slender, handsome model that we have yeah. on our screen right I, here. So I swear, I swear by it. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, um, uh, oh no, uh, what's the guy's name from Subway? This bad, <laughs> Jared, Jared, Jared Fogel. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Jared with less child stuff. <laughs> right, right, yes. <laughs> um, so what? I guess what started you on? Because you also do the beer, and yes. you like the beer. Yes. So what? Uh, what beer? If you had to go back to the to the seedling of your beer drinking, what what beer is the one that you were like, hey, I want to drink all of these. So let me give you a little bit of background about how I got into alcohol first. Um, <laughs> hypothetically, allegedly, I was 19 years old. Allegedly, uh, and you could have um, drank 19. I don't understand this story. Just- yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a hypothetical. I was actually uh, 38 years old, uh, but uh, my friends had gotten into drinking, and I was always the goody two shoe kid. And I was like, no, can't do that. Don't do that. And if you come into my house, don't ever bring that stuff around. Um, one time, they I had a party at my house uh, when my parents were gone, and all of a sudden, I realized I was sitting alone in my living room, and I was like, where are my 12 friends that were here a second ago? And they were out <laughs> outside in the front lawn at my friend's car drinking some vodka and crushing some cores, because that's what you do with the cores. You crush it. And uh, <laughs> I went out there, and I was just like, man, am I that lame that you guys have to leave my house? So I was like, let me try this. So I took a swig of vodka. I had a beer. I was like, ah. This doesn't taste half bad. So at that point, I thought good beer was Corona, uh, stuff like like Heineken, Stella Artois, who fancy pinky up Stella Artois. Right. Uh, I thought those were the fanciest beers you could get, right? I had no clue this whole world of beer existed. Didn't even know it. Fast forward to me being uh, 21 or 22, and I found out that in my town, there was a craft brewery called Wolf Creek Brewing Company. And I was like, oh, what's this thing? Like, I didn't know this existed. Like, what is this? So I went to it. Oh, man. And it opened my mind to, like, all the different styles that you could get. And uh, so I would say probably the one that started me off on, wow, craft beer is really cool. It's called the Dogtown Dunkel. And it's a Dunkelweizen. Uh, and it has a lot of banana flavors in it and everything, clove, banana, what you would typically get in a hef, but mm. in a dunkel. Nice. So it was brown, wow. dark. It was super delicious. And that was the one where I went, oh, so you mean there's more than a lager and a Corona? So <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And that's kind of what got me into it, which is probably why I skew more toward the brown ales and the stouts and porters are my favorite. Right. It's probably because I started off with those things. I was really into coffee and dark chocolate, and you find beers with those flavor profiles and you're like oh awesome i'm gonna stick with this thing yeah so that's me hey you want to hear the first thing uh, what i said the first time i tried an ipa sure sure so i went to do you guys have bj's it's a restaurant out by you or no um so funny story about that i'm going to bj's on tuesday because we're we're, okay they just built one they're doing a soft opening so i actually get to go and get a free dinner Oh, perfect. Yeah, cool. So BJ's is awesome. Love their food. Their food is amazing. They have a pretty good beer selection. I've tried quite a few different styles of beer there that I would have never tried without them. Uh, but I went there one time, and they had the Green Flash West Coast IPA. And I okay. asked my waiter, uh, I've never had an IPA. Would you suggest this? I'm just getting into beer. He's like, oh, love it. Perfect. Great. Get it. It's like, cool. Give it to me. Take two, three sips. Not digging it. Because, you know, first time drinking an IPA, it's, it's a little intense, though. Oh, yeah. If you're not used to hops, they're a very weird flavor. I couldn't get through it. And so I was like, can I just 
buy a new beer. I'm not digging this. He goes, well, what's wrong with that? I said, honestly, it tastes like a sweaty gym sock. And that was <laughs> how I got him to take my beer away and give me a new beer. And, you know, I acquired the taste over time. But right. that was the my first experience with an IPA. <laughs> nice. 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 That's awesome. Here I am now with a beer Instagram account. <laughs> that's how That's how they all start. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's probably... It's probably pretty similar to what I first thought, too. I was just like, this is mm. not for me. Until Sip yeah, of Sunshine, and that changed the entire world. Well, it's <laughs> intense. It's definitely, IPAs are intense if you're not yeah. used to it. Yeah. Yeah, when I met my, when I met Dana, she didn't drink beer, like, at all. She was, like, mm-hmm. straight up vodka, mixed drinks, that kind of stuff. Uh, Party but, animal. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> no, we talk about it, but she was, like, she's a, uh, she's used, in her heyday, used to be pretty good at drinking. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> She but, got an A plus back in the day. Yeah, she got an A plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we used to go to a Two Brothers all the time, which I'm super excited to go visit. And uh, uh-huh. and like over time, she just was like, "Oh man, this one isn't bad. This one isn't bad." And now it's kind of like she drinks a lot of beer. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think of- that if you if you give it if give it enough of a chance, you'll right. find one that you like. Yeah, and I mean, there's definitely like she's she doesn't like sours. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. But you know. And like if an IPA is too bitter, she won't. She doesn't generally like it. But yeah, loves stouts. Stouts are her go-to. I think. Yeah, those are always my go-to also. But in the summertime, it's a little hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hashtag it's always stout season. But um, yeah. Hey, I'm down <laughs> for that. But uh, it's also not a hundred some odd degrees here. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I just think I, everybody who says they don't like craft beer should go try craft beer because they'll eventually like it. Kind of like kind of like the first time you had your first Bud Light or. Coors mm-hmm. Light or Bush Light or Keystone Light or whatever it is, you know. I feel like I just kind of went backwards through my entire beer loving phase. Um, yeah, and you didn't say Natty Ice, so I respect you a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we never drank that. It started with Keystone, uh, then it went to Bush, then it went to Bud it's, Light. It's very sad when I tell you Keystone is a step above what I started with. <laughs> 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 but I mean, at, at that point, like, like that was a re- that was an acquired taste. Yeah. Mm. And now, and then that's the same thing. Like a lot of my friends who have been getting into craft beer, they're like, I, they used to just make fun of me. They were like, why do you drink that shit? Blah, blah, blah. And now they're like, oh, I love this. I can't believe you were right. Like, yeah. You probably should just it's trust true. me more. <laughs> yeah. Give me a thousand dollars. I'll give you 5,000 back in 10 years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, does that sound like a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to give me a thousand dollars. I'll give you. 5, oh, wait, 000. shit. No. I mean, no. No, you tra- oh, trap me. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's on. Me. It's on. It's on audio recording. We're good. Yeah, oh, I haven't legal- edited it yet. You don't know if it's on audio or not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like Jordan has a copy of it. I do. I have a copy over here. How much is it worth to you, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm getting a thousand dollars, I mean. Nine hundred ninety-eight dollars. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. So, uh, do. Do we want to go to the handles now, or do you, you guys got Ooh. something else? I mean, we're at handles. an hour and ten, so yeah. I'm sorry, it's probably the curse of me. Uh, my podcast no, always goes super long because I am the king of tangent. It's a nice <laughs> little, it's a nice little island I'm a king of by myself. It's called tangent, and uh, that's all I do is just go down the rabbit hole. But I never get to see the cool Alice in Wonderland stuff. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, it's uh, like I, I I alluded to it at the beginning, but like I I envy your ability to do what you do all the time um 
Like, as I mean, meaning what I do is that I talk about nothing for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, but you're good at it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I can talk. I can talk. No, but I mean, like, so if if the you follow, if you yeah. follow the wreck my podcast account or his his normal account, or if you subscribe to them on Patreon, which everybody's going to go run and do after listening to this, like, hey, walk, don't run. Uh, yeah, it's slippery. Okay. Well, it's slippery. unless unless <laughs> it's like a do or die situation like if you're That's about true. to die run because then you can I, get that patreon money in and then yeah and, then, and, then and make sure it. it's on auto auto pay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um uh drinking alone with friends does not advocate for anybody to die so um, <laughs> uh, but i mean you you guys do like you're very engaging with with your fan base which is awesome mm-hmm. i feel like we're terrible at it um and like but like <laughs> you put up you put up like weekly patreon episodes i i, yeah, I, yeah. I think at least and yeah uh, you we have, try like, to yeah outtakes and all this stuff and it's just mm-hmm. like i wish i could do <laughs> what you do every week because i i do i i appreciate it and i i think it's just you guys are doing an awesome job so mm-hmm. well uh, all that says about me is that i have a lot more free time than most people so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's it's definitely a commitment but honestly yeah. uh if anyone's willing to give me even a dollar a month i'm like you should be getting something back for it right. and it, even if it's you know like i said quantity over quality sometimes but i i i, I want to give a quick shout out to who actually my mentor in the podcasting world there's a podcast that i love i mention him on my podcast all the time jason and mindy he is kind of my jason galbraith he's kind of my podcasting mentor uh, he really has taught me all these things. So, um, yeah, it's definitely you learn that that to to make time for it, carve it out if you really want to do it. Um, and like I said, I have a lot of free time. So, yeah, if I if I had a recent kid or, you know, I had a job that was a little bit harder than my job is, I probably wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. But I'm blessed enough that I can be able to put all this content out there and have a platform for me to talk about nothing and everything <laughs> every week, you know. Yeah. Also, Jordan's employer, um, you can go ahead and listen to the episode, but just forget like what he said about having a hard, not having a hard job. Because well, you want to, you want to know who my employer is? Is it you? Is it you? No, it's my mom and my dad. I run the company; <laughs> they own it. So, uh, oh, damn. I'm here by myself. I'm here by myself four days out of the five days. I have one other person that works for us that lives in New York, uh, and my parents own it. And this company used to be. Uh, a way bigger company back in the day, but technology has progressed in such a way that I'm able to do pretty much the whole job by myself. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So I am technically my own employer, but I just don't own the company. So when I Uh, say that, sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) All right. Mr. and Mrs. Jordan. Don't yes, just don't yes. give him more work. He doesn't need more work. <laughs> yeah, don't don't need it. <laughs> I was gonna say I was I was impressed that like your job lets you come in on a Sunday. Yeah, drink a beer mm-hmm. and record podcasts. At the end of every podcast, my trash can over here is just filled with beer bottles and cans, and my dad comes in every Monday and goes, what "Good podcast, I see." <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, awesome. it was. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> yes. But so it, like I said, I'm very blessed to be able to do this thing and have the ability to and the opportunity to do as well. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, you, you guys mm. do you do a great job. So like Thank I said, you. I really appreciate I that. Applaud that. I, thank you. Yes. I love having my ego stroked. <laughs> there you go. That's what that's what we're all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, but okay, we've gone long enough. Obert's gonna be mad when he listens to this. <laughs> or he's gonna love it. No, he'll love it. He'll love it. <laughs> he will love it. Hour and hour and thirty minutes. What are you guys doing? Uh, talking? <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, yeah. But <laughs> as you know, we end we end each episode uh, with things that we like, uh, things that we want you to do to use to improve your life. Um, and uh, it's our frosty mug of wisdom. Three yes. handles. Three handles. We, we three handles this week again. So um, anybody want to kick us off this week? I'll go. I mean, I'll go first to show Jordan kind of the ropes, and we'll get him. <laughs> yeah. We'll get him up to speed here. Not- not that I not that I listen every week, but yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely I definitely yeah I want to see how it's done. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean you have to see how the magic is performed, right? Exactly, I'm actually visually seeing it this Correct. time. Correct, right? So my handle this week is actually going to be something that's probably given Chris a lot of grief over the past hour and a half, but I want to p- put over the Orbi in-home wireless mesh uh, Wi-Fi system that I have in my house. So what it is is it's uh, there's a it's basically it's a replacement for your router, but there's multiple different hotspot routers ar- around the house. So our main router is hooked up in the living room. I have another router right next to me at my desk, and I have another one up up in the ha- uh, upstairs of my house. And so what happens is they all connect to each other and they all ping internet off each other, and I'm able to get really really good Wi-Fi in every part of my house and not have to worry about like leaving you know the service of it and and struggling to find a signal or Wi-Fi or and being able to download and I get good speed pretty much from my living room all the way up until the last uh up until the last module so i just want to put that over orby it's a little bit pricey um sometimes you can find a, them you know on sale for like 85 bucks on amazon i just recommend everybody upgrading it because it is it is a game changer when it comes to wi-fi in your house well that's cool. when i yeah when i buy a house i'll get that but i live in a 700 square foot apartment so i think uh <laughs> i <laughs> you think you're good probably don't need as much right, and, yeah, and, and he steals internet from his neighbor so i do yeah yeah <laughs> the, the walls are thin <laughs> so i mean maybe knock on the door with your neighbor and be like hey you want yeah. you want to split this you want to split yeah, yeah let's do it go. let's go into it All i right. like it yeah. and here's my netflix subscription <laughs> correct that's how you make friends I like it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's this is the this is the 2019 version of how to win friends and influence people. Yeah, there oh, you go. Per- That's a great perfect. Book. I love it. I love it. Uh, so I guess I'll go next to the bookend so that the uh, original D A W F guys can give you their handles uh, on both ends of the mug. Uh, but for me, I want to put over a grocery store because. I am a 30-year-old that likes going to grocery stores. And I looked it up to make sure the majority the majority of their 2,000 stores worldwide are on the East Coast. So you guys have probably heard of this before. And I'm curious what your experience is if you've been to one compared to my West Coast experience of this. So this is a grocery store called Aldi. Have you heard of it? I have uh, absolutely. heard of it. Absolutely. We shop there weekly. Okay, perfect. So you like it. Has this been a, yes. has this been a thing you've put over before? No. Nope. Yeah. I, no. Uh, I don't oh, know. Did you? Did I? I don't think you put Aldi over. Maybe not. Uh, it doesn't matter. Put it over again. It's amazing. Well, I'm going to put it over because I go there every Saturday and I love this place. Uh, if you're one of those people that already buys store brands anyway, go to Aldi. Yeah, their brands are pretty knockoff. Like instead of Doritos, you're getting like Toritos or whatever. But, you know, they ta- <laughs> everything tastes just as good and it's legitimately half the price almost. Like we get out of there for 50 bucks to $60 and we have all our food for the week. It's amazing. It's yep. I the place and and the hard part is that when you find something you love, it probably won't be there when you come back the next week because it's pretty much the Ross or TJ Maxx of uh, grocery stores. It's kind of like the hey, what fell off the truck? Cool, here you go. <laughs> um, but uh, so, but they have great like they even have Halo Top ice cream there, and I just I love that grocery store. Uh, some of my favorite meals are from that grocery store, and they have beer for super cheap there. They have wine 
for super cheap there. Not in, and con- I don't know not about, in Connecticut, folks. Oh, okay, you guys don't have it. Well, out here, you're able to get like Golden Road, Stone, stuff like that, like the bigger names at the ones in the West Coast and everything. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't heard of Aldi, go check it out. And one thing I just heard is Aldi is going to be going all organic, which means that they are going to be putting Whole Foods a run for their money, but the prices are going to stay the same. So don't ask me what magic they're doing to get that to happen, but uh, they're going organic with their produce and everything, which is super cool. So hashtag fun fact for you, uh, Jordan. Yes. Do you uh, On the West Coast, you guys have Trader Joe's as well, right? We do, yeah, the Trader Jose. So, <laughs> so Trader Joe's and Aldi's are from the same family. Oh, okay. Well, that's why I like it so much because I love Trader Joe's too. Yeah. So they are um they're related. It started they have started in Germany, I think. And yes, one mm-hmm. went one way because they because one of the the Aldi brothers wanted to continue to sell cigarettes, and the other mm-hmm. one went the other way because he didn't want to sell cigarettes in his store, and so they split off oh. and they formed two different companies. And so that's so cool. They're not owned by the same people anymore. They're still owned by you know the Aldi family, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. One is Aldi's and one is Trader Joe's. That's super cool. I did not know that. But yeah, I that makes sense because I love Trader Joe's too. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Good fun fact. Yeah. Um. I mean, we we go to Aldi literally all all the time. All the time. It's amazing. It's a great, great, great store. Yeah. That's funny. Do you, grocery stores not sell any beer out by you guys? No, they do. Um. But like, like even out here, like Trader Joe's in like New York City and stuff, they're really famous for used to be two buck chuck, but now it's like three buck chuck, which is yeah, their wine. Yeah. Ours don't sell them in Connecticut for whatever reason. Oh, man. Aldi's it, and Trader uh, Joe's don't sell don't sell alcohol. I mean, Trader Joe's sells alcohol, but they don't sell yeah. wine. A because our liquor, our supermarkets are not allowed to sell wine in Connecticut. Is it like a blue state thing where it's like the alcohol percentage has to be a certain threshold for it to be able to be sold in a grocery store? I think so. I think that's what okay. I think it's one of the old blue laws that Connecticut still Interesting. has. Interesting. Man, it's just uh such a different world. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. But that's mine. I'm done. <laughs> actually, they might actually be the same company. I might have just lied. Hashtag retraction. Oh no, yeah, so they, so actually they are the same company. Sorry. Let huh. me just back that up. So there you go. Aldi Nord and Aldi Sud, Aldi North and Aldi South, are the same company. They're owned by Aldi, um, and their subsidiary is Trader Joe's, which is Aldi Nord in the U.S. Sweet. Aldi That's Sud awesome. is what we know as, as Aldi in the U.S. There you go. Now, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Bum, ba, da, ba, ba. Oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, just spinning back real quick. Congratulations to uh, to Djokovic for winning Wimbledon today. Uh, oh, yes. You know, our Our hit segment. Our hit segment of uh, sports news, you know, old sports news, yeah, old sports news. Uh, and how how about them Patriots? <laughs> listen, listen, you don't. We don't like. The hey, Patriots. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Broncos fan, so uh, I feel you. <laughs> oh, so you got like the leftover Peyton Manning thing? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's what we got. But hey, we got a ring out of it, so it's fine. That's true. I'm a, that's I'm true. a Cowboys fan, so there's no Patriot fans on this podcast. Okay, yeah, good, yeah. good, that's good, true. good. That's I'm true. okay with that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Colts fan. Cowboys fan and an Oberts Giants fan. So, yeah. Okay. Fun, fun stuff there. All right. So, yeah, our third handle uh, tonight is going to be a uh, mobile game that I've been playing. Uh, it's called Golf Clash. Have you guys played this? Is it like Clash of Clans, but with golf? Kind of. Yeah. It, is it like Wii <laughs> Golf, but with your phone? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like both of those um, at the same time. It, it was a, I don't know why I was sitting on the couch and, uh, I was like, oh man, I want to play a golf game. I think I was drinking, but anyways, and <laughs> as, as most stories and was, start, 
Right. <laughs> and I was like, man, I want to try. So I downloaded this game and I was like, it's like head to head, like your Clash of Clans, where you play one hole and, you know, there's a shoot off if you guys tie. But it's not at all the game I was looking to download. It was I was looking for like an actual like, you know, golf game. And apparently it ended up being exactly the game that I wanted to play because I got super addicted to it. <laughs> and you can like join clans and, you know, upgrade your clubs. And <laughs> of course, there's like a yeah, it's, it's there's like a pay to play aspect, of course. But, you know, if you play for free, you can play for free. Uh, but it's it's very interesting, very fun. A good time waster. Like if I'm at work and I'm taking a poop or something, I can play a hole or and and go from there. But you're playing um, a hole on both ends, then, huh? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> One much more dire than the other, but uh, <laughs> but it's 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 a fun game, fun way, fun time waster. Um, if you're looking for a random mobile game and you enjoy playing golf, so. There I like go. it. Not, I like it. It's not. It's not the best handle, but hey, it's. it's do you, what do I you do. play? Do you play golf in real life? Very, very poorly, and yeah. I haven't played in a while. So yeah, me too. Um, me too. I was on my golf team in high school for two years until I realized that I don't know how to play. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually yep. going golfing Friday, maybe. Oh, nice. That's fun. Saturday, I think. Saturday. Oh yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Hopefully, we're in. Uh, we're in Connecticut this week for Ted's wedding. Ooh, yeah, it'll be fun. Mm. So if you see Tud, congratulate him. I don't know how you would, but if you do, just say congratulations. Yeah, if you run into me on the street, you know, I'm a man (laughs) of the people. That's what we are. There we are. (laughs) And with that, thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. So I will go first with thanking Trillium for Nosset Lighthouse Double IPA. I'd like to thank uh, Plan B Brewing for their Royal Jelly. And I'll thank the Dudes Brewing Company for their grandma's pecan English style brown. Please go on um, to all social media at uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at DAWF Podcast. Hashtag follow the email at DAWF Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you're sending us general thoughts um, or just anything. You get bored. Like I said last week, you're taking a poop at work, and unlike playing you know, Golf Clash. Maybe just shoot. Maybe just shoot us an email. Maybe play golf clash and then shoot us an email. Maybe shoot us an email, right? And yeah. then play golf clash. Either way, send us an email. Um, obviously, we want to we want to give a special shout out to Jordan today for coming on and being our special guest. So thank you, Jordan, for coming along on this ride. Of course, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, put yourself over. Okay, I'll put myself over. Uh, I am the WWE champion. No, actually, I am the <laughs> Wreck My Podcast champion this week, which is awesome. Sorry for that spoiler. But um, yeah, check out my show. It's called Wreck My Podcast. It's I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I I may be a bit biased, but that's okay. Uh, we do uh, fun shows on Monday where me and my friends just talk about nothing and everything. And then on Wednesdays, we typically do a topic like space jam or Pokemon or just something from our childhood. And we're willing to take suggestions from people. So, you know, you can shoot us an email at wreckmypodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we're also on all those platforms like Twitter and Instagram at rec at rec my podcast. Uh, and yeah, if you go to wreckmypodcast.com, that's kind of our central hub of where you can find all our audio, our video. We're on YouTube. Uh, we don't get a lot of views on there. Uh, it might say something more about how I look than our content, but uh, go check out YouTube and everything. Uh, and yeah, just 
We would love to have more listeners because we really just want to engage with our listeners and kind of do some fun stuff and talk about nostalgia. Like, who doesn't want to do that? So there, that's that's my time. I'm done. Bye. Perfect. <laughs> and then make sure that you go, you're going on to iTunes and giving us a five-star rating. Also, make sure that you give Wreck My Podcast a five-star rating while you're there because it's really easy to do and it really helps us out. Helps out both mm-hmm. podcasts, gets more eyes on it all. Make sure that you're going to Patreon and subscribing for our bonus content, but also make sure you go to Wreck My Podcast and subscribe to his as well. Uh, that way, you know, we're all getting money. No offense, Jordan, but do ours first. Yes. And then. Yeah, yeah go for theirs first. I'll, I'll take the scraps. I'm fine with the scraps. Okay. All right, good, good. And then, as always, please use our Amazon affiliate link, too, um, when you're buying things on Amazon because it kicks back some, some money to us on the show here, too. On this edition, this week's edition of the most expensive item on Amazon that you guys should be buying for us is a watch from Salvatore Ferragamo, and it's $37,830. So if, That's reasonably priced. Yeah, so if you guys I are mean, looking for like a really nice watch, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It's really nice. You guys should go buy it. I mean, it's yeah. Todd's gonna use the affiliate link. Yeah, right yeah. you can't yeah. put a price tag on looking good. Do you, Do you still get the money if I finance this thing? <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Mortgage payments. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you know, and currently, it's actually that is the sale price thirty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty dollars. It is usually a fifty thousand dollar watch. So, oh, that's a steal. That's a steal. That's a steal. <laughs> In all honesty, buy it now. Wait till it's out of stock because it's going to be so popular. And then just put it up for the $50,000 and make your money. Or just give Tud $1,000 and he'll turn it into 5000 for you. Awesome. That works as well. <laughs> no <too>. questions asked. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to mention something real quick. If you're listening to this on the day that you're that it's released, Thursday, um, so me, Tud, and Obert are in the same state for the first time since the bachelor party. So we're going to be hitting up some breweries and things like that. So um you know keep an eye out follow us on instagram uh we'll we'll post like story updates and stuff so uh if you're in the in the place and you want to come have a beer with us do it because we like beer and we like you guys so and we should be recording a special a few a special episode for the patreon exclusive uh i know we have talked about in the past of doing gotta chug them all um and just record try and do that yeah, yeah. so we're gonna attempt to do that i mean <laughs> i can't promise it's gonna be audio gold but that's why we have patreon <laughs> <laughs> no we have patreon because we love them not because we want to put our audio scraps up there <laughs> true but people that's those people want to hear us play gotta chug them all that's true that's true jordan be, yes jordan being one of them yes exactly i want to hear it i want to hear it <laughs> have you ever played bring it guys have you ever played gotta chug them all no because uh i i don't drink beer very fast <laughs> uh, there's not there's actually not a ton of like actual fast. chugging yeah 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 it's just a very awesome Pokemon themed board game with drinking. Oh, that's fun! Yeah, then yeah. I I'll see you guys in four days. Hey, perfect! <laughs> yeah, after this, come on up. After this, I'll give you my address. You can just come on out. Boom! <laughs> I'll start driving now. <laughs> yeah. You'll make it because you're probably gonna need that yeah. much time. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris, and I'm Jordan. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Sweet. Nice. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Right. <laughs> First time. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost like you're a professional podcaster. Uh, I wouldn't say professional. So you guys are good. You cut out your stuff that's going I understand. Uh, <laughs>